Befriend Your Body Podcast. A, B, C, D, E. Hi, everyone. It's Wanda. And Gio. And today's podcast is not the alphabet, although it does sound like it, A, B, C, D, E. But I will tell you what A, B, C, D, E means in just a few moments. But what today's podcast is about is something that I briefly mentioned in the last podcast, and that is worrying. A lot of people, myself included, get caught in obsessive thought loops when we're stressed, or we start worrying about what's going to happen, or we worry about what did happen, and we're not living in our bodies and present to what's going on and enjoying life. We're just in our little heads spinning and swirling like the worry moon orbiting the nasty sun. So um, today I'm going to give a tool, um, not my own, I'm borrowing it from a a psychologist, uh, Albert Ellis, and it's one of the cognitive behavioral, CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy tools. Um, As most of my blogs, or excuse me, my podcasts talk about, and blogs, um, are about physiology and how to calm the body down. But there are mental ways that we can actually work against the habits of worry as well. So this is more of a cognitive technique and less of a physiological one. So it is more like an exercise that we would do? Uh, Yeah, that's... To bring the the mind back? Yeah, that's a good way to put it. It's, it's It's a structured exercise because for some people, when they're struggling with the anxious racing mind trying to breathe or focus on their bodies isn't enough stimuli. And so the the mind, which is used to having its own way for most of us, um, just keeps ruminating. So uh, having a structured exercise to talk yourself through or talk through with another person can um, really help with the habit of worrying. So let's talk about A, B, C, D, E. I'm curious to know what they stand for. Okay. How did you know they stand for something? You're well, so- <laughs> I would guess. As you said, it's not the alphabet. <laughs> okay, you're so smart. That's right. They stand for a different word. So I will tell you what they all stand for, and then how about we pick a problem and sort of talk through it as if we were someone using this exercise. Good idea. Does that sound good? Yes. Okay. So again, this is Albert Ellis, and it's called A-B-C-D-E. So the A stands for the activating event, or especially with worry, the thought that's producing you with the high anxiety or the thing that happened that caused the thought. So A is activating event. B is belief system. So what is the belief system you hold when you're feeling the worry and the stress of the event that you just went through? Then C is what is the consequence. So consequences of believing the belief system about the activating event. And then D is dispute. Pretend you're a, um, um, the defense lawyer and not buying the evidence that the worry tells you and you dispute the false belief system. And then C stands for, excuse me, I said C. E stands for effect. So what is the effect of when you dispute the false belief that's causing you anxiety and worry, what is the positive effect on your body and mind? So that's A, B, C, D, E. Good. Got it. Let's try to put that in other words on an example. Okay. So let's just think about um, some things that might cause any human being um, obsessive or thoughts or, or worry kind of kind of swirling in our head, you know, thinking about what we wish we would have done or what we thought we could have done or, or just, 
you know, just sort of wasting a lot of energy spinning our mental wheels. So any, anything come to mind, Gio? Well, a few things come to mind. Okay. Um, I think something that a few people worry about is when they compare themselves with others, negatively speaking, not positively speaking, but when they don't think they're good enough as somebody else, that might be a problem for them. Oh, that's a, that is a great one. I, I, I certainly have struggled with that um, a lot in the past, and I know my, a lot of my clients uh, perhaps have that issue as well. That's a good one. Is there anything else that comes to mind that we can do the A, B, C, D, E with? Something um, that we might make, like a mistake, and let a, let a friend down. Um, that fear of making mistakes could be something that most people have. Oh, that's a great one. Yes, fear of failure or fear of making a mistake. Yeah, that's let's let's do that one because Good. that's such a human struggle. Um, I think we, everybody goes through that at one point. I think you're right. A lot of us have a difficult time accepting our humanness, and humans, by definition, have strengths and weaknesses. Humans, by definition, are beautiful and flawed. You know, we're we're beautiful and broken. We have events that have really harmed us at times, and um, and then we have things that have been wonderful. But most of the time when we harm other people or people who are hurting other people, it's coming out of our woundedness and our struggles, not certainly out of our strengths. So I think that's a great one. So let's uh, define it as, you know, you do something wrong uh, and hurt a friend. And not a deliberate thing, but, you know, you make a mistake and you hurt someone. So, so that would be the activating event um, that you, you hurt a friend by making an error. So what does B stand for? Do you remember? It's the belief. Right, the belief system. So when I get caught in worrying and obsessing about hurting that friend, what, what false things may I believing may, might I be believing about myself that are causing me pain? Uh, I might think that I'm a terrible person because I did a mistake and I caused pain on somebody else. Mm, yeah, that's a good one. Feeling really bad about ourselves as if we're awful or, or feeling like, um, you know, we're not human because we made a mistake, that we're not normal or, or feeling like our friend will never talk to us again. Um, those are some of the, the false beliefs that we can have when we make a mistake. Because remember, when we're worrying, we're caught in threat physiology, which then sees life through fearful, negative lenses. It's like having a pair of ugly, scary, dark glasses welded to your eyeballs, so you don't see things positively. Okay, so the activating event, then the belief system could be the few that we mentioned. I'm a terrible person. I'm not normal. My friend will never forgive me. Um, So great. So when we think of, not great that we feel that, but when we think about if we live in those belief systems and worry and obsess about them, what's the consequence of that to me and my body? Um, I'm talking about me. I would probably lose my sleep. I would probably okay. avoid meeting this person and not going to places where this person would be and try to avoid confrontation. This would be some mm-hmm. of the things that I would do. That's great. Absolutely. That would be me too. And then I think I would get a stomach ache. That's usually what mm-hmm. happens when I really feel bad about myself. My stomach hurts. Um, I probably wouldn't be breathing so well. Uh, I might go out and you know, eat a big piece of chocolate cake because a lot of us, when we feel bad, we'll self-medicate. Um, I probably wouldn't crawl into a bottle because I'm not really a drinker, but men, maybe other people would. They'd go and get drunk. And so often when we feel really bad about ourselves, when we're stuck in a false belief system, um, we will self-medicate to something that's not good for us. So that would be the consequence. So now we're getting to the good part. 
Now D is dispute. So imagine, you know, the the prosecutor tells you, oh, you're a terrible person, you know, your friend won't forgive you, right? That false belief. But then imagine just like a courtroom, the defense lawyer comes in and refutes the the prosecution and gives the real evidence. So how might we dispute the false belief that we're terrible and that our friend won't forgive us? What what might some evidence that we might point to to help calm ourselves down? Um, a simple one is that everybody makes mistake at one point, so we're not doing something so unusual and forgive ourselves for being human and making a mistake. That's a great one. Absolutely. Just normalizing the situation for yourself. The other thing we could do is we could remember, you know, a time when this friend or any friend made a mistake and we still talk to them so we could bring in the evidence that, you know, mistakes don't end friendships. Um, let me think. Is there anything else? Any other disputations we could give? Mm. It's hard for me to think of something now, but I bet there there is. A- <laughs> <I know. laughs> our, our minds are blank because the mic is moving. <laughs> the mic is in front of us. Um, well, those are those are a couple really good ones. Um, you know, the other thing is maybe similar, but just to you know remind yourself that being human is part of you know our experience of being human is that we will make mistakes. It's not possible not to. So. All right, so that's D. So then E stands for effect. So if we let the defense lawyer dispute those false charges and really let ourselves feel the goodness of normalizing the situation and reminding ourselves that, you know, other people make mistakes and, and, and they're still loved, what would be the effect of that? Um, we can stop being nervous, begin positive again, feel the relief of what... A, yeah, I think those are those are good examples of what I, I would feel. Yes, and I think too. You know, I like we said. You know, the opposite of we would probably sleep better. Mm-hmm. You know, my stomach would stop hurting. I would feel better about myself. I would be more willing to see that person. Great. Yeah, Great. Makes total sense. Okay, so that was just a simple example of A, B, C, D, E. So you can do it with anything that bothers or activates you, or any thoughts that maybe hit your head on a regular basis. Um, a lot of humans that I know struggle with feeling not good enough or feeling not lovable at times or, or feeling like failures. Um, you know, there's, a, there's a lot of, of negative thought loops that many humans get caught in. And so you can use the A, B, C, D, E technique to refute these events that cause so much anxiety and the false belief systems that come with that come out of our fear and worry and feel much better about yourself. And if you do that enough with, you know, a thought that keeps hitting you, um, for many of my clients, myself included, that thought stops bothering us after a while because we really make a different association with the that belief system that keeps trying to attack us. I have one question about this exercise, and um, this this has to be done alone. You have to do it by yourself because some people really have trouble in seeing the good side, even mm. if they're trying. Or is it something that they could do with somebody else to try to open their mind and point them the positive? That's a great point, Gio, because you're right. Some people could just do it themselves, but there are some people who, you're right, could not pull themselves out of the fear or the pain or the worry by themselves. So just like we did this together, yes, if you have a friend you trust, a partner, a loved one, um, you know, a neighbor or someone that you know you trust enough, um, if you couldn't do this by yourself, absolutely talk it over with a friend. They may be able to come up with three or four 
things to dispute, you know, the positive evidence to dispute the false belief um, than you can because they can see sort of outside yourself. So that's a great point. Yes, bring in someone. um, For a lot of our struggle with feeling too much anxiety and, you know, the anxious racing mind, um, part of it is we're, we're not getting enough actual support from other human beings. Isolation has consistently made any mental illness anyone struggles with absolutely worse. Um, and not saying that worrying is mental illness, but it certainly doesn't help us to be isolated when we're feeling bad about ourselves. Good. Okay, so that's today, A, B, C, D, E. Please give it a try. And um, as always, feel free to write in and let us know how it goes. Um, send in any questions or comments on the contact page on wandabrothers.com. Um, if you have subjects you'd like us to podcast about, please uh, send them in. We love to connect with the listeners. So that's it for today. Have a wonderful day, and thank you, Gio. Thank you, Wanda, for another lovely podcast. <laughs>